Welcome back to the Graham Stephan Show. My name is Graham, and welcome to my show. And this is something that has never crossed my mind before as a way to, uh, to make money. Medical testing. We're going to bring on Nicole, who subjected herself to malaria, and from that has received about $10,000. So we're going to be talking to her exactly how she came across this, a little bit about medical testing, and what her experience was like getting malaria, going through the entire process, and it's just all around an interesting topic that I have never thought about before. So let's bring her on the show and see what's going on. So Nicole, welcome to the Graham Stephan Show. What's going on? Thanks for having me on. I actually just wanted to share a story. Um, back in the year 2011, I actually made $10,000 from subjecting myself to malaria in a medical trial, which I thought was a pretty cool story because there's actually a big industry for you know people making money from medical trials. Okay, so first of all, how did you find out about this? How, how does one <laughs> discover <laughs> that you could make, really? What? Um, Yes. So actually, I found out about this on Craigslist. Um, I was browsing the Craigslist volunteer section, and I saw an ad by the National Institutes of Health, and I was intrigued. I looked a little bit more into it. I, you know, got in touch with the NIH, and I basically found out that you can actually, you know, make money by participating in medical trials. Of course, I did a lot of research and determined that, you know, this particular trial was relatively safe, um, so I signed up. Okay. Um, I mean, did you know upfront what you were going to be subjected to or how much you were going to get paid or how did, how was that advertised or is it just like just sign up here and you can get on a list? Is it like a focus group sort of thing? Yeah. So I, I actually did a lot of extensive research. I read books about malaria. You know, I read about the different strains of malaria. There's five different strains and only one of them is actually a recurring strain. And this is not the type of malaria that I would, you know, be subjected to. But ultimately, this trial was testing out a malaria vaccine. Um, and this vaccine, based on the research that I did, uh, was, was pretty safe. And so I felt all right signing up for a trial like this. And plus, not everybody who you know, signs up to participate actually gets the vaccine and actually gets malaria. There's obviously placebo groups and all sorts of other things. But you know, everybody who volunteers to participate does get paid a pretty significant amount, and they do tell you upfront what you get paid. So, how much did you get paid from doing this? Um, overall, I mean, the breakdown is something like this: um, the first time that I signed up, uh, I did this twice actually. The first time, it consisted of a number of different visits. Uh, each visit, I would get uh, between seventy-five and three hundred dollars per visit on average. Um, and there was an accumulation of visits that uh, amounted to $5,000, and this included, you know, regular clinical visits, blood draws, uh, getting the malaria vaccine, and then actually getting malaria, which uh, included subjecting myself to, you know, a cup of mosquitoes that would then bite me. Um, so overall, from the first time I did this, I got $5,000. I then did it a second time because they wanted to see if the malaria vaccine had long-lasting effects. I got an additional 2500 from that. And then I actually wrote an article about it for a local magazine. And the article, uh, I actually got paid about $2,500 for the article. Wow. So what is, first of all, the screening process like? Because I take it not everyone would qualify for something like this, right? Yeah, you'd have to you would have to be a pretty healthy volunteer. So they will do, you know, a couple weeks worth of uh, procedures, including, you know, basic health checkups, make sure you don't have any diseases, make sure you're not traveling to Africa, 
make sure that you don't have anything that would, you know, put the trial at risk. Yeah. Did you get malaria or did the vaccine work? I did end up getting malaria, unfortunately. The researchers had really high hopes. Uh, they thought this vaccine was going to work and basically change the world and I would be immune and everybody else would be immune. I mean, people really truly believed in this vaccine and I thought I was going to be part of you know, medical history really making a difference. But unfortunately, I did get malaria. Um, I was treated right away, so uh, I, I got over it pretty quickly, but it was definitely not fun while it lasted. What, what, what was that like to get malaria? Uh, it was basically a very long night of hot flashes and cold flashes and, you know, not being able to warm up no matter what I was able to do, feeling extremely nauseous. Uh, so, you know, I was basically bedridden. I couldn't do anything. Um, and this lasted for about eight hours. But uh, once the medicine kicked in, I recovered pretty quickly. That's insane that they're able to treat malaria within eight hours. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's, see, that's what I find pretty impressive. You know, you have the vaccine, but you're able to treat it within eight hours. Wow. Yeah. So how much time would you say you spent all in? You, know, you made about 10 grand from start mm-hmm. to finish in, in terms of visits and time spent driving there. How many hours do you think were spent? Yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't ever calculate the number of hours, um, but... I mean, these visits took place over the course of about a year, um, and they were, you know, they would be a visit every couple of weeks. I'm just curious if we broke it down per hour, what it worked out to be, including, like, the time spent driving there, obviously, and waiting and, you know, stuff like that. So we can really get an accurate yeah. calculation of how much how much this is worth. Let's say if each visit was two hours each. Or, uh, that would probably come down to about $125 an hour. And I lived right next to the National Institutes of Health, a five-minute drive. So driving time was pretty minuscule. Okay. And were you were you nervous at all about doing this? I mean, what if there was a complication that they just couldn't cure or something happens that's outside of you? Or what if, what if the vaccine had, like, terrible side effects? Yeah, I don't know. At, at that time, I was a part-time, you know, part of the time I was a, a student and the other part of the time I was working as a journalist um, and journalists actually don't make a lot of money. Um, So, you know, was I nervous? Um, I probably should have been a little bit more nervous, but I think when, when you're that young, you're pretty fearless. Um, My parents were a little bit more nervous than I was. um, And my friends were definitely uh, very freaked out at the the prospect, but, you know, doing so much research, uh, being a journalist at nature, I would spend hours researching something. And I determined myself, this was actually something that I felt comfortable doing, especially since the people who developed the vaccine tested it on themselves first. This seems like some weird Marvel comic book movie. You know how many times they've tested it on themselves and it's gone wrong. That that's how super villains start. They test on themselves. They give they give themselves malaria, and then all of a sudden they're like fighting Spider Man. That's what happens. Yeah, but I mean, if nobody actually subjected themselves to you know testing out vaccines or anything like that, then we would literally have no vaccines. There would be no vaccines. And you know, let me ask you this, Graham: Have you ever gotten a vaccine? Of course. Right. So before you got that vaccine, there was somebody who tested that out beforehand. So, you know, I don't think it's something that necessarily needs to be looked down upon because without people to test them, the rest of us wouldn't be able to receive them. 
That's very true. Have you have you wanted to do further uh, testing after this one? Have you been made other offers since this? Um, yeah, actually, after this year that I you know had uh, tested this vaccine out, you know, I was I was pretty set with the medical trials. You know, I had had the experience, and I actually got a better job, and I didn't feel like I needed to, you know spend my time doing this anymore. I had done it once. um, But you know, my job that I had after that didn't give me the free time to, you know, leave work to go to the NIH. Got it. Got it. Well, yeah, I mean, certainly I you're braver than I am. We'll we'll put it that Mm -hmm. way. I would just be terrified of just like what ifs I get in my head about I look up on WebMD about a headache and I convince myself I've got uh, like inoperable brain tumors and stuff like that. I am that person that just worries about absolutely everything. So you are way braver than I am when it comes to (laughs) when it comes to this. Yeah, well, if you are a, you know, student or you're not making a lot of money, um, I would actually suggest that you could look into, you know, different medical trials that you can participate in. Not everything is testing a vaccine. There's also other studies where, you know, sleep studies where you can go and just, you know, sleep for hours on end and get paid for it. There are ADHD studies where you can just do, you know, people will, will see, study the attention spans of humans. Like there's very, very harmless medical studies that you can participate in and actually get paid for, and you'll provide value in a different way without actually getting any sort of injection. So there's a lot of Mm. that, and it's a good way, if you're not making any money, to just kind of like bring in some extra income. That's right. Where can people learn more about this, or where where did you look up all of this information? Um, I actually found an advertisement by the NIH on Craigslist, but you can also just go on the NIH website directly. Uh, there's also other medical institutions, I'm sure, that are spread out across different states that you can look up. But the NIH is right where I live, so that's why I was attracted to that one. Okay. Very good. Well, thank you so much for, for, for taking the call and, and for enlightening us. This is something I've, I've literally never thought about this before. I mean, this has never crossed my mind, you know? So thank you for for bringing a lot of this to light. It's it's never something that that has that we've we've ever had or we've ever discussed here. No problem. I mean, I know I'm probably going to get some comments about how crazy I am, but uh, yeah, can't argue with that one. <laughs> Maybe I don't know, but anyway, you're you're very right. I mean, we wouldn't have vaccines in the first place if it weren't for people who were selfless enough to go and test them and to see if they worked or not. So I, mm-hmm. I definitely, I, I appreciate everything that you've done. And hopefully one day we can come across a vaccine for malaria. I hope so too. Cool. Well, thank you again for all of this. I really appreciate it. And uh, keep us posted. Oh, no problem. I definitely cool. didn't expect a call like right away. So <laughs> we work, we work fast. Thanks again. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thank all you. Right, thanks. Bye. So with that said, you guys, thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it. If you guys want to learn more about this, I'm going to link to Nicole's article and one of her videos down below, just talking a little bit about this. If you want to get her perspective from all of this, uh, feel free to check that out. And as always, make sure to destroy the like button, destroy the subscribe button, add me on Instagram. I post it pretty much daily, so if you want to be a part of it there, feel free to add me there. Thank you again for watching, and until next time.